Hello there, and welcome to 633. My name is Sharon McComb, and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Bellrose, we share the goal to spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more, because there's always more. Our Monday episode, Coaching Works, allows listeners to gain an awareness of this profession and how it can help anyone with anything. You will experience coaching firsthand even when it naturally happens between us as iron sharpens iron. By sharing in our experiences, revelations and breakthroughs, you will encounter why we both testify in everyday life, coaching works. Every week, join Kimberly for Wake Up Wednesday. She shares 30 years of experience, visions, wind words and testimonies of how the Lord has both led and carried her through her life. With her coaching style that provokes and encourages your believer to invite God to investigate your life, you can begin to believe for more. But today is Checkmate Friday, where we discuss the many things that we get stuck in in life, like we're in Checkmate. I'll give you insight, tips, and tools from my training and experience to help you affect change in your life. I have 25 years of being taught by Holy Spirit to trust believe, and submit. My passion is to empower others to seek out and live in the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. So today, we're going to talk about something that um, I have struggled with forever, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I still struggle with it all the time, and I know that I'm not the only one. So we're going to talk today about five self-sabotaging habits. Self-sabotage is um, something that we do that tends to not even be noticed by us, that we're not, you know, we don't, we're not aware of it. Um, it's really hard to recognize when we're doing it. If it was easy to recognize, we wouldn't do it. When you think about sabotage, it has uh, an air of um, secrecy and sneakiness when you think about sabotage, right? Um, In my mind, I come up with this uh, picture of, um, in a war, how a soldier would paint his face black and sneak up to a bridge to plant a bomb to sabotage the enemy. You know, you you don't think of it as being something done out in the open, obviously, right? And when we sabotage ourselves, we're equally as sneaky, we're equally as secretive, and it's it's we're keeping secret from ourselves. Um, and so, why do we do that? I mean, why do we undermine ourselves? Why do we obstruct um, our change from happening? And that's a question that we're going to talk about a little bit today by looking at um, how we do it. Everybody has different ways to do it. And I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable today, and I'm going to share my five favorite ways to do it. Um, But I want to share scripture with you first, because it's a scripture that um, has been dear to my heart since I first read it when I became a Christian, you know, a quarter of a decade ago, because it really resonated in my spirit. And it's Paul writing in Romans 7, verses 15 to 23, And I've often felt comforted by the fact that Paul struggled with the same thing that I do. And um, 
Paul says that he doesn't understand. I'm going to paraphrase just for the sake of expediency. He doesn't understand why he does the things that he doesn't want to do. And why he doesn't do the things he does want to do. And he says that he has come up with a uh, principle of life, he calls it. That when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what, what is wrong. And he says that it's not him that is actually doing this. It's not him that's sabotaging his efforts. It's the sin that lives in him. Now, some of you might think, well, that's handy. You know, it's a good excuse. It's not really me sabotaging myself. It's not really me procrastinating. You know, I'm not the one doing something wrong. It's the sin in me. When you read the Bible, you do understand that there are two parts to every person. There is the sinful nature, which is our our flesh, our ego. And I've talked about that in other episodes. And that is our natural state um, due to the fall of man in the garden. But then there's also our spiritual self. And our spiritual self has been freed from condemnation. And we don't have to live as slaves to sin anymore. But that spiritual side of us battles constantly with the sinful side of us. And that's what Paul is talking about here. And so if even Paul can self-sabotage, let's say, um, then there's hope for me. So one thing that I want to look at today is in, in light of that scripture is that are we really sabotaging ourselves or are we being sabotaged by the voices in our head that come from our enemy? Now, I have talked about this in a lot of my coaching uh, classes and courses that I teach about how Satan can put thoughts in our head, how Satan can use experiences and, and uh, past things that have hurt us to set us up to believe lies that he just kind of whispers in our ear all the time. And I believe, it's my belief, that self-sabotage is really not self-sabotage. It is believing the lies that the enemy is whispering in my ear. However, that being said, um, it's something that I have a choice over because I'm a born-again Christian. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I get to choose whether I listen to the Spirit or do I listen to Satan's voice in my ear. And so I still have responsibility there. So let's take a look at my favorites. These are things that um, have held me back a lot in my life. And I'm going to just be upfront and say that having learned about these things and realizing what it is exactly that they're doing in my life um, has really helped me to move forward. And, and I think it's just the awareness that, oh, you know, I'm procrastinating, which is my number one go-to sabotaging strategy. Um, I'm procrastinating, so I'm going to stop doing that because that's not what I want to be doing. That's what Satan's leading me to do. Sounds easy. It's not easy at all. 
um, it's really, it's taking control of our thoughts and it's um, going against what we, you know, our body feels like we want to do, our mind and, um, you know, our will and our emotions, especially my emotions, get in the way of helping me to overcome procrastination. One of my biggest procrastinators is that, um, and I'm going to give the example of when I started um, my coaching business, and I've I've struggled uh, with this throughout my coaching career, um, and that is that I spend a lot of time researching when I'm creating a course or starting a group or even doing these podcasts. I spend a lot of time doing some research, making notes, making sure all my I's are dotted and my T's are crossed and all my uh, PowerPoint presentations look pretty with nice pictures in them and they're cross-referenced. And that doesn't seem like procrastination. You know, the voice in my ear is saying, well, you need to do all this stuff so that you come across as being professional and that you get it right and that people will want to take the course. When really, if I wasn't procrastinating, I would just write the course and then I would tweak it later and I would focus on what I'm hearing the Holy Spirit tell me. And that is find out the the person's um, point of view that you're trying to talk to solve their problem you know it doesn't have to be perfect it has to be real and so procrastination has really gotten in the way of that for me and so I am trying really hard and I have for some time been trying to just get it all out there get it down laid out and then I go back and I tweak and I just trust that the knowledge that I have gained so far is the knowledge that I need to know and if I need to know more then it'll you know come up in my um, final drafting process so watch for things like you know putting off um, putting off jobs that you need to do in order to meet your goal or spending too much time on details or um, you know finding other things that just keep popping up and getting in your way I mean, we all know what procrastination is. What it does, though, is it sabotages your efforts to to meet your goals or do what you want to do or see what you want to see in your life. You know, um, and so that's the first way that we sabotage ourselves. Um, the next way is um, this is another one that I have struggled with a lot. And it's a habit, really. These are self. These are sabotaging habits. And the second one is distraction. I get easily distracted from what I'm trying to get done. And a lot of the distraction comes from being busy. You know, I'm sure I'm not the only one with a full life, a busy household, you know, lots on the go. And I can get myself really busy and... And don't have the time to put into what it is I'm trying to work on, the goal I'm trying to meet. And, I mean, Joyce Myers always says, and I'm a big fan of Joyce. If you listen to me much, you're going to hear me quote her. Um, She said, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And so, you know, a lot of people can accomplish very, very little in 24 hours, while others accomplish amazing things in their 24 hours. It's all about... um, discipline and it's all about keeping your focus and not being distracted which is what I do 
And so watch out for um, just phrases that are coming out of your mouth like, oh, I didn't have time to work on that today. Or, you know, I was so busy, I didn't get that done. Or, you know, it's been a whole week since I worked on this project and I really wanted to get it to go. I just didn't have any time. You know, those are uh, key indicators that you are um, in distraction. And so um, that's the second one. The third one is something that I feel like I've conquered a little bit. And that is negative self-talk. And... My biggest negative self-talk is that um, I have the voice of a pleaser in my head. This is Satan's favorite tactic to whisper in my ear. And that is that if it's not perfect, people won't like it. Worse yet, if it's not perfect, people won't like me. If it's not, um, uh, if it's not something that everybody likes, then it's not something that I should do. Um, I, I, it's, it's just, it's like I want to be my own worst critic. And I, I'm sure some of you can identify with that. Um, you know, it's, it's like, I'm not smart enough to do this. Or who am I kidding? You know, this is never going to fly, right? This is never going to be successful. This is never going to um, come together. I just, you know, it's just, just not me. Or this little niggling voice in my ear that says, who do you think you are that you can do this? You know, it's negative and it can derail you and it can set you up and checkmate very quickly. Um, another one that I struggle with and I'm, I'm, I'd like to say I'm getting better at it, but it pops up all the time. I am noticing it more um, because I work on it with my coach and that is an all or nothing type of thinking where you either have to have all of it or nothing and that slows me down especially in things like um, saving for something that I want to purchase um, and I, I'm impatient to see the money grow in the account so that I, I can buy something um, and I get discouraged and I think well because I don't have it all then you know, what's the point? I might as well give up on that because it's taking too long to save the money. So I might as well have nothing. Um, again, with my coaching courses that I write, um, I either have to have it all complete and perfect or never mind, I failed. I can't do it, right? Um, and I do that a lot with perfectionism. You know, it comes in there. Um, I have very high standards for myself. And um, that leads into the last... Um, one of my sabotaging habits that I want to talk about, and that's unrealistic expectations of what I can actually accomplish. And that comes from um, my, my all or nothing thinking. It comes from some perfectionism and definitely from my negative self-talk. But I often think that you know I can accomplish a whole lot more in, in a short amount of time than I can possibly accomplish. makes me late for everything. You know, I, I figure, oh, I got 15 minutes till I have to be there. Um, and so I try and cram 25 minutes worth of things into that 15 minutes. And then I'm late, even though I was really, really wanting to be on time. Um, and what I want to follow up with all this, the reason that I'm going through all of this, 
is that I want to talk to you about the actual things that you're sabotaging yourself in, you know, what goals have you set for yourself that you're finding that you're sabotaging yourself in, or you're listening to Satan's little voice in your ear telling you you can't do it or telling you that there's something you need to be doing instead of this. Um, The goals that we set for ourselves or the changes that we want to make or even just the deadlines we want to meet. um, When we set them, we think we want them. And then we sabotage. So my question for you today is what is it about those goals or those deadlines or those changes that makes you unconsciously sabotage them from being achieved. It's not like we want to feel like we failed. It's not like we, you know, we're not masochistic. We don't, we don't enjoy, you know, being um, sabotaged. We don't enjoy not achieving what we want to achieve. So the thought here is to analyze the things that you are self-sabotaging on. Because, as I spoke about in a previous episode, if it doesn't, if the, the goal or the change or the deadline or what you're trying to accomplish doesn't meet with your priorities, if it doesn't check the boxes on your core values, or if it is something that is goes against your um, your morals or your beliefs, if it's something that is difficult um, and you run up against your ego not wanting to do those things, or if you run into fear. Fear is a big motivator for us to start to sabotage whatever we've put in front of us. You know, if you run into those things, and maybe what you need to do, and this is what I'm trying to do more of, and it's really working. I want to be honest. It's really working for me. And so I want to share it with you. Instead of looking at the sabotaging behavior and, and beating myself up and saying, I should not be doing that. I shouldn't procrastinate. You know, you know, I look at what it is I'm trying to do. And I ask myself, why do I want to accomplish this? What is it about this that... Um, I, I'm trying to get out of it. You know, what's motivating me? Because when you sabotage, when you procrastinate, when you get distracted easily or you find you're too busy to do something or you have unrealistic expectations um, and so you set yourself up for failure, then what you're lacking in your original goal is motivation. And so our motivation comes from it being a priority. Our motivation comes from it, you know, lining up with our core value and and our dreams and our belief systems. So if you're failing in this, if you are, you know, stumbling about like I do with my all or nothing thinking, go back to the go back to the goal and analyze the goal because maybe it's not a goal that is sitting right with you. Maybe it's making you uncomfortable deep inside. And that's why you're avoiding it. And it's not always that way. It's not always that. Sometimes it's just our 
our sinful nature jumps in the way and says, we don't want to do that. Um, but it's a good idea to double check. Ask God, ask the Holy Spirit. You know, am I really supposed to be doing this or am I supposed to be doing something else? Just show me. I don't, I, I'm not sure that, you know, I've, I'm all the way there yet. I mean, it still pops up in my life and it probably always will. Um, it's something to be aware of. It's not something that's ever going to stop in your life. It's just something that the more you're aware of it, the more you can be in, in control of it. And the more you can avoid it by setting goals that line up with what you're really supposed to be doing in your life. With goals that um, motivate you enough to overcome your ego or overcome fear. So I hope that I have been some help for you today. If you have any questions or you want to work on some of this stuff, um, I provide uh, a lot of different coaching packages. And you can just um, look on my website, which is www.wildflowerwomen.ca. Um, or if you want to talk about where Holy Spirit is leading you in these things, or if it's challenging for you um, to even hear from Holy Spirit, you know, you can, you can go to Kimberly as well. Kimberly's website is 633-wakeup.com. If you look in the show notes, both of us have our email address there. Shoot us an email. Ask us your questions. We're here for you. We are asking you at this point to bless us by you know, liking or sharing our podcast. Spread it around to your friends. Um, it helps us to get out there and help more people. And, um, and by blessing us, um, you help to, to help others as well. Until next time, we bless you.